You are listening to The Real Men Feel Show with Andy Grant. Real Men Feel encourages men to allow and express all of their emotions. Despite what you may have been taught, all emotions do serve you. Real Men Feel is committed to engaging in discussions that most men aren't having, but you don't need to be a man to join us. The Real Men Feel Show is produced weekly for your growth and enjoyment. Listen to us on podcast platforms including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many more. You can also watch the show on YouTube by visiting realmenfeel.org slash YouTube. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or subscribe on iTunes by visiting realmenfeel.org slash iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at realmenfeel.org and at facebook.com slash realmenfeelshow. All links mentioned in each episode are in the show notes found on the blog at realmenfeel.org. Your reviews, comments, feedback, and participation are welcome during the live show and anytime in our Facebook group, on Twitter, or at realmenfeel.org. Now, let's get into this week's show. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Real Men Feel. This is your host, Andy Grant. And, you know, today's episode is possibly one of the most self-serving I've ever done. This, this conversation we're about to have is one that I... Mm, I desperately need. Um, I've mentioned a, a few times in the show that I'm an initiate in the Modern Mystery School. I've mentioned many times that I have a history of depression and suicide attempts. Uh, I think I intentionally, at my low point, in December 2017, I did a show from my low point, just trying to talk about how horrible I felt in that moment. And, and that was a show that I never listened to. I just had to trust that this somehow serves, and, and I released it. And this show's kind of like that. I, uh, I've been going through some stuff, which I'll explain, and I reached out to a lot of people when this was started happening for me. It was, it was, it was last week after I returned from a, a fantastic trip to Israel and Jordan, and, and I was struggling. I was just came home and just felt buried in, in fears and doubts. And in the mystery school, I'm about to start the ritual master path, which is about fighting the ego. And so I was reaching out to, to guys in the mystery school, to people that have already been further down the path that I'm about to embark on, because I, I, like, was, was this my ego? What's going on? I, I, just, I just felt so down and man, it's all still right there. I, uh, I was scared. At first I thought it was sadness, then I was depressed again somehow, but it's, it, was, it was just fear. So, huh. With that uh, almost making me teary-eyed intro out of the way, but that, that's how like, emotional this is. And again, the show is Real Men Feel, so I reached out to, uh, to my friends and said, I need to talk to them. I need some, I need some advice, some, some assurance, some sharing. And I said, oh, can we record this? Because usually if, if, if something's going to help me, I keep finding over and over that it will help others. Um, they graciously agreed to that. And so, so here we are. <sighs> Let me get my breath. <laughs> so... My guest today, among other things, they are both higher level, higher level initiates and Bristol matchers in training in the Modern Mystery School. So please say hello to Dr. Sean Carey. Hi. And uh, returning to Real Men Feel, Mr. Brandon Boucher. Hello. Uh, again, guys, I really appreciate you uh, making the time for this. I, I believe, well, I know it's going to help me. And again, as I say, I find things, when I share things that help me, they usually help other people as well. And what it comes down to is 
when you're on the personal growth, the spiritual growth, some sort of progression, and things get challenging, you know, the going gets tough, the tough get going. My history, the going gets tough, I want to quit. <laughs> and, you know, as I was you know, going through this and feeling this, and people tell me, oh, it's, it's the energies of Ritual Master already starting for you. It's kicking up your ego. And so I should back up a little bit. And let's start with the Mystery School. And, and Sean, might you share how, how and why you first got involved with the Modern Mystery School? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, I got involved with the Modern Mystery School in 2015 was when I met Jordan Bain, who's my spiritual guide. And I got into the Modern Mystery School because I was really going through a spiritual awakening. I actually had a Kundalini awakening, which I didn't even know what that was at that time. Um, but I went from being somebody who was very scientific, very logical, not feeling at all. Um, I actually, one of the things that got me on this path was I had a psychic who was a patient of mine and she started coming in and, and telling me all these things about myself. And I didn't want to hear it at all. I wasn't open to it. But she would grab me and tell me all these things every visit. And it just blew apart this, this worldview I had where everything made sense logically. And, you know, and for me, the universe was, was scientific. It, it was scientific in that, that you know, that it was academic as far as the structure. Everything made sense. Everything was linear. And then she started poking holes in this with what she was saying to me, where it was like, I realized there was, she was telling me things. There's just no way that she could know. Like it, it defied how I, I thought the universe worked. And it was really uncomfortable. Um, and one of the things she told me was I had a really blocked heart and it was from things with my childhood and, and speaking about real men feel one of the things she had said to me, she's like, when was the last time you cried? Or when was the last time you got angry? And it was years. Like I sat there in that moment. I was like, it was, it was years since I cried or got angry. And I thought it was cause I was just really stable. You know, I was like this <laughs> tough, strong guy. Uh, but it, she made me realize like that was actually a problem. And I started meditating and, and really praying a lot more. And the floodgates opened, it, like my heart opened. And, and it opened so much actually that I had this Kundalini awakening where the experience was like I got struck by lightning. And I, I was sitting in my backyard one day and all of a sudden it was, my heart exploded. It, it was like I was electrified. And, and for anybody else, it, it would look like I had a seizure. Hmm. And sure enough, I, I emerged from that experience and I was extremely psychic and overnight. I went from zero to a hundred pretty much. And then I, all of a sudden I, I really needed help. Like I, I was in desperate need of help because I was having trouble functioning in the world. And you know, here I, I was still working as a, as a chiropractor. I, I still work as a chiropractor and I was having trouble doing basic day-to-day -day stuff. So that really led me to start searching and be like, okay, there's weird stuff happening. I don't know who to talk to about this because it's not like you can just go into the doctor's office and say, you know, here's the experiences I'm having. I'm, I'm having dreams. And then some like, half the time they come true and like the next day and then half the time it doesn't, but it, but it still feels real. Yeah, I'm walking into rooms before, before like where my patients are and I'm feeling everything that they're feeling in my body. And, and like, I'm seeing all sorts of stuff all around, hearing all sorts of stuff. So I, I was in desperate need of help and that's what led me to Jordan Bain. And then with the modern mystery school, he did a life activation on me. The, the reason I got the life activation in the first place was because a friend of mine, uh, Dr. Nick Panzarella, he, had had one recently and I could see his energy field, how bright and shiny he was. And I was like, what'd you do? And he's like, I, I went and got this life activation session. So I, I got Jordan's number from him and I texted Jordan the next day and I was like, I want that too. <laughs> and, and then I got initiated and started Kabbalah and I, I progressed to be a spiritual guide, which is somebody who, who can do that work for other people as well. 
Cool, cool. And so you've really, it seems like you've done this at a really accelerated pace for everything you've gone through so quickly. Yeah, I have. <laughs> it's not something I, I uh, recommend for, for <laughs> many people. But for me, it was like, you, you know, I, I had such a strong worldview as far as how the world was. Like, I, it, it being this logical, this logical place and making sense in a certain way, having a certain structure. And then when I got the taste of it, the world is actually totally different than how I thought it was in, in magic is real. You know, I, I didn't say the word magic for like a, a year and a half when I was in mystery school. Uh, yeah. But it just, everything opened up for me and I was like, this is true. This is good. I like, I can, I, I'm seeing positive fruits in my life. I'm seeing positive changes. And, there, and there's this fundamental soul knowing that what was happening is so good for me. Mm. So, so I just kept going. Cool. Cool. And, uh, Brendan, and I, I want to ask you if, uh, when, when someone discovers you're involved with the Modern Mystery School, how, how do you describe it? Um, it depends on my audience. Um, oh, okay. For the most part, um, I will joke around and say that um, Hogwarts is real. <laughs> um, and many of my friends actually understand that. And um, I wanted to actually touch on something Sean said um, before that. Um, magic in the term of of the actual ancient mysteries isn't isn't like hocus pocus calling down lightning or pulling rabbits out of your hat or things or things or things like that our definition is turning is making something out of nothing or transforming something into something else um and that's and and that is that <clears throat> that is the magic that we actually practice in our daily lives um so so I don't want to, I don't want people to expect the fact Hogwarts is real. It's, it's, it really depends on, on my, on my actual audience. But when I say that, um, I recently put up a post and, um, one of, a longtime friend of mine kind of, kind of came back and, um, really kind of lambasted me and the path and the uh, path that, that I had chosen as being, something uh, I he actually called it a cult and that's what I found to be so ironic was because what I had posted was a, a major transformation in my life from somebody who for all intents and purposes I have always been a boys will be boys kind of guy um it, I I I come from a family of um tough, strong, salt of the earth type, type guys. We don't cry. We don't show emotion. We don't share anything that's, that's actually going on. You, you actually get up, go to work, pay the bills. That's how, that's how I was taught. And then um, recently I, I was saying how um, I've met my um, life partner. I, my, um, my heart has just opened up uh oh, <laughs> Brandon seems to have frozen in the. In yeah. The, all right. So we hope that he comes back. <laughs> and uh, oh. this person who's known me says just uh, oh sorry. Yep. You yeah. You froze up, Brandon. You're having a. I'm get. I'm being told. I'm seeing that you're having internet connection. So uh, we we lost you there for a, a little bit. Um, I don't know if there's anything you can do of of actually plugging in or getting near your router or anything like that, but. I'm in the sticks of New Hampshire. It happens. All right. So it's, it's interesting that you brought up the, this cult thing because for the first time today, someone asked, asked me, 
what distinguishes the mystery school from a cult? And, and I thought, well, you know, a, to, to me, cults are, are built around kind of worshiping this, this single person. And there's always like a doomsday scenario that you're preparing for. And the cult is very closed off and doesn't, you know, uh, it, you often live in a single community. It's, it's about isolation and separation. And, and none of that has been my experience with the mystery school. Right. Right. And, and, and that's what, so a friend of mine that I've known for probably 15, 20 years was actually the one that said that. And I said to him, I said, you've known me since before I even went down this path. You serve, we've, we served together and you know, the type of person that I was. And then everything that I put in that post was so positive. It was how I'm just living my best life. Um, everything's coming together. It's really great. And he, he actually discounted every single thing that I put in that post mm. because he read on the internet somewhere that this was a cult. Mm. And that word kind of stuck in his head mm. of, well, this is what you guys are. And, and I asked him point blank. I said, I said, how come you read this from someone on the internet that you have no clue who they are, their name's not even on the actual post, but me, you've known for 20 years, and everything that I put in my post, you completely disregarded because you read somebody else's experience. That may have been their experience, or that may be the filter through which they saw that experience. But I've been with, I've been with the school since 2014. That hasn't been my experience whatsoever. Um, we don't worship any single person. Um, we, our property, we don't have to sign away anything. We don't give away all of our worldly possessions. We don't dress in the same the same outfits. We don't even have the same worldviews. So uh, it really, it really boggled my, my uh, mind that somebody who knows me, who, 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 who knew me would take a complete stranger's um, depiction of what happened, whether it was written from a bruised ego, inner child wounding, whatever it was, but it was really, really negative. But everything that I put was really, really positive, and he chose to go in that direction. It was, it was completely fascinating to me. Yeah, yeah, and that is astounding. And I mean, we all bring our stuff and our issues to whatever we read and, and filter it yeah. and perceive it how we choose to. Um, so, so Sean, you again? We talked about you're kind of being on this like accelerated path, and you're like flying through all the all these different levels of of training initiation in the mystery school. Yeah. Were you on a, a sort of personal growth? Uh, mission at all before this? I was, yeah. I had done a lot of different personal growth work. I, you know, I'd read a, a, a couple hundred books on spirituality, maybe. Like, I, but it was academic for me. Like, I, it, it, when I say academic, I mean like I had done shadow work. I had done. I had gone to all sorts of different seminars and listened to all sorts of different audios and done different meditations and hypnosis and anything I could do to try to like deepen my spirituality. Okay. But when I started with the mystery school, like the initiation, it was the initiation where something happened in me where it all became real. Like it, it stopped being as so theoretical and started just like my life became a reflection of my spirituality. It, it wasn't something I did anymore. It was, there was this integration interweaving that happened. And, and that's what made me really love, love the work. Oh, good. So, so you love the work. So does that mean yeah. it's always been easy? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's one of the, this path has been the, the hardest thing that I've ever done. And, and I say that as somebody, you know, I, I, I'm a doctor, I, I have a successful business. 
I had a, a tough childhood. You know, there, there was, it's not like I've had the easiest life, but, but this work has really tested me. And it has tested me because it's not just something, it's like, it's not mental concepts. It's your life is a reflection of everything that's happening. All those energies that we want to repress and we want to pretend aren't there, all those shadows and all that negativity, that gets brought up to you. That gets put right in your face. You know, your life becomes a reflection of here's that thing that you haven't healed. And then, you know, what do you do at that point? It's not like I'm, I'm sitting there with a piece of paper and saying, you know, like, I'm angry at this person because of this. No, it's, it's, it's right there. Like, I'm, your body's angry. You know, you're, it, it overtakes you. And then you have to break through it. You bring the light in and, and you, you, you break apart that old emotion. And it just becomes no longer part of your story. So, so Brand, I could, I could see you reacting at this notion that it, that it, that's fun. So, is, is, has your growth, has your development, has it ever been fun and easy? It's absolutely been fun. Uh-huh. It has not been easy. Okay. Um, so, so uh, as, as you and I talked about in one of my previous um, appearances on the show, I come from a, from a military background. Um, I was trained to be a um, Navy SEAL when I was 20, 24 years old. Um, and I lasted two weeks before I shattered my knee. So I didn't get far, but um, it, it had always been a dream of mine to be a Navy SEAL. And when I shattered my knee, I entered a deep state of depression because I thought my life was over. I was like, this is what I wanted to um, actually do. And that, that training was physically and mentally demanding and grueling. Um, but I could turn myself off and just, um, the way that we talked about it was, you don't think until the next hour, you don't think until the next day, you don't think until the next week, you think from evolution to evolution, you think minute to minute, okay, I can hold on, I can hold on, I can hold on, okay, great, that's over, next, okay, I can do this, I can do that, and that mentality has kind of come into my growth within the modern mystery school as well, because we're dealing with ancient mysteries that are 8,000 years old, that have, that have um, been tried and um, tested and seen in the leaders of history, people that we know about, that we've talked about. And you would never say that their lives were easy. They did have fun. But when you truly embrace what your life's purpose is, um, everything comes into play at that point. You're talking negative ego, um, external forces, internal forces, just this entire core because you're stepping into something that very few human beings have the courage to actually do. Everybody came here for a purpose, for a reason, but through the birthing process and all of that, we forget why, why, why we came here. And very few humans remember that why, or even strive to actually figure out why. Um, so when you do, you're taking on a huge responsibility for humanity because there are so few people that are, that are, that are, that are, that are really doing that. So, um, so with it, with it being not easy, 
with it being challenging, with it, with it raising just all levels of personal and existential shit in your face, why do it? Is it because it just somehow feels your purpose? I do it, I do it because I have to. Um, I feel, so I've always lived a life of service. I've always done something. Um, I learned recently that a lot of my early altruistic tendencies were really masqueraded as completely self-serving. Um, but now that I'm on this path of truly living to better humanity and that's, and that starts with me, that starts right here. Um, so yeah, I'm, uh, I do it because I have to do it and, and I do it because I want to do it and I may be crazy for wanting to actually do it, but I, I, um, I now wouldn't have it any any other way. I couldn't, I couldn't go, I couldn't fall back to sleep now that I've had this experience. Um, I couldn't just take the blue pill and actually forget everything. It just, it just, it, it's completely re, it's completely revealed who I truly am as opposed to who I thought I was. Mm. Cool. And, and Sean, do, do the, have the fears and doubts ever been really, really prominent in your experience? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, uh, for sure. You know, and, but there, with it, with every step of initiation that you do and, and as you truly, you know, heal the stuff that's, that's buried deep, deep down within and, and with the mystery school, you at the higher levels, you really have to look at everything. You have to look at like ancestry. You have to look at, um, you know, very early childhood stuff and, and even before that. So it's, it's this constant pulling up of, of the stuff that's been, you know, these fears that happened when you were two years old or these fears that were, you happened when you were in your mother's womb, but the, the fears your ancestors had, all sorts of different things. But as you pull that out of, of your energetic structure and that clears away, there's a level of, of courage and bravery and light and, and feeling good where, you know, I, I do this because like of the joy I get on the other side of it. Like when you get, when you cross, like when you conquer that, that fear, like when you have that sense of victory, it's all worth it in that moment. I remember, um, my, my second Kabbalah tree, it was really difficult for me. And there's this, the Kabbalah is the study of the tree of life, which is something we do with a special process through the modern mystery school, a process of ascension. Um, and Kabbalah is something that brings up a, a lot of different stuff in your life. And the very end of it is where you're facing total separation from, from you and, and like your highest self, all those things that are preventing you from being your highest self all along. And in this moment where I was just like, I had just gone through such an ordeal and I crossed over that energy. I just broke through it finally. And on the other side of it, there was this moment of, of like enlightenment. There was this moment of pure, pure light, this, this face-to-face connection with the divine. And I was like, that was all worth it. Everything I had to go through to get to this point was all worth it. And then that energy becomes your, your new, like where you live life from. And then there are other levels that goes further and further. But, but with each step forward, you know, there, there's more stuff that gets brought up, but you break through it and you become so much stronger. And one of the things that's amazing with the, with the path of initiation is that as your energy becomes stronger, you break through things so fast. You know, things that, that I never would have been able to conquer before, like I can conquer in, in a week or, or a day, 
you know, I, I know how to concentrate my energy. I know how to use the power of ritual and prayer and meditation in, in such a way that I can break through enormous levels of resistance or negative emotion or negativity. And I can truly conquer that. Not just for myself, but as Brent was saying, for, for many other people. The work we do is, as initiates, it's, it's about being in service to the world. So, so have you ever, d- during this, this path for yourself, have you ever felt like giving up or you just knew like, oh, I have the skills to get through this? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> without a doubt. For, and for me, it's, it's prayer. Like, and it's, it's funny because it's, that, prayer has always been one of the things that have really helped me. It's prayer and reaching out to Jordan Bain, who's my guy. Um, or, or sometimes there's other people where I like I might get that intuition like kind of you had where it's like I need to reach out to this specific person because sometimes there's a specific person who might say things in a certain way that will help you have the breakthrough you need but absolutely absolutely I felt times where I wanted to give up and I, I just total despair total fear like having no awareness of how I was possibly going to get through some of the difficult situations I was in it, it just didn't seem like there was a there was a way through it but that's the energy of it, you know. That that's like the, that doubt and that fear and that separation. And then you then you pray and you have that connection, and that opens the door for the divine to to come in and bring that miracle that you need in. So I, I felt that many times throughout the path, for sure. Cool, because that, that that's where I, yeah, I won't say I am because I feel like that's where I was, and, yeah. and that's prompted me reaching out. And and again, Brandon, I really see you reacting when when I asked, did you ever feel like giving up? So have you ever felt like giving up, Brandon? Um, yeah, so I got initiated six months later. I got my second, my second, um, initiation, which was healers Academy. I met my wife. We didn't like each other at, at the time, uh, but we developed a relationship and then she moved in in May and became a, um, ritual master in April. She, be- uh, so this was 2014. I got, I got um, my first my first initiation in 2014, August I believe I believe it was August of 2014, and then um, November of 2014, I went and got my second one. Met my wife, got became a ritual master in April of 2015. Became a or um, my wife moved in as my girlfriend. Um, in May of 2015, we had just met in November of 2014. Uh, and then we both decided to take Kabbalah at, at the same time. Um, after, oh, and then we got married in June. So um, that 18 months or that almost two year period of that entire cycle, um, there were times where I was just like, what am I doing? This is inc- this, this. I had doubts at first. I'm like, I'm like, this, this just isn't real. This isn't working. And then I'm like, it is working. You can't tell me it's not working because I can see what I've just manifested in my entire life. I mean, I got married at at the um, age of 40. I thought I was going to be a confirmed bachelor for my entire existence. Um, And every single point where I'm like, what am I doing? I can look back and say, Oh, that's because of this or looking back and actually being able to connect the dots is remarkably easy. Um, And I've always said that um, I would never trade the journey that I've gone on or that I have been on because it's gotten me to where I am. And that's even more so with within the work that I've done 
as a as a initiate. You know, life would be a lot easier if I didn't know the things that I know, if I didn't learn the things that I had learned, if I didn't practice the things that I have learned and 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 been taught. But I also don't think my life would be nearly as as fulfilled as it is. Hmm. So since you both had the times of of feeling like it it's too much, why am I doing this? The you know, the the everything seems stacked against me. How am I possibly yeah, going yeah, through yeah. this? So so what did you do then? Well, I, I reached out for me, meditation, prayer, and then healing, you know, get, getting healings, reaching out to, to my guide or, or whoever I was working with. But, but that really is the mark of somebody who's truly doing this work. You know, when people, when I see people really going through this and sometimes it, people think of it like a video game or something like that, like you're trying to go through the like races to get to a higher level of initiation. And, and when you see somebody doing that and they're not really going through the stuff, like it, there's something off there. There's a lack of, of, of awareness because this work, it will bring up your deepest stuff. That's, that's part of what it's designed to do because it's that deepest stuff that's been blocking you. You know, that, those times like where you want to give up, you know, like all those times that you've wanted to give up before all, and all those times you have given up before, here it is right in, right in your face. What are you going to do with it now? Now that you're in an initiate and now that you have this, all this light and all of these tools at your disposal and this really strong connection with your higher self and your spiritual guides. And they're, they're like pointing and they're like, this is the thing that's been getting you. Are you going to let it get you again? And they're just poking and poking and poking. And then you have that, you have that, like that feeling of like, okay, I can do it. And part of it too is, is we talk a lot about the will, the importance of the human will, you know, as um, the will is so important. And, and part of that is developing your will where you will move mountains. You will do whatever it takes you know, you will do whatever it takes to, to fulfill your mission in life because you know you have a big mission. You know you're here to help people. You know that the suffering that you've had served a purpose and that there are other people who will benefit from, from what you have to say and what you have to contribute. Hmm. And using that will, like, because we still have all the fear and all the negativity and all the doubt and wanting to give up and all that stuff, but having that will to, to do good is stronger than that. Cool. And, and when, it, when it feels like it's, it's not strong enough, then you develop it more. You know, you, you, you build that energy up in, in your heart. So and, um, oh, I was going to say, um, the way that we actually liken this is, um, you, you know, you can go to the gym. You can start working out. You can get in shape. You can get your, um, your, your um, physical body in, in shape, stronger, better, faster. By exercising this will by doing by by doing rituals by getting healings by doing prayer meditation what we're actually doing is we're building that that um that actual energetic muscle so we're doing that workout as well and the more that you do you do that work the stronger and less challenging the old things seem um you'll you will, you will hit up against some brand new stuff that you might not have even known was there. But um, for the most part, the, the, more, the, the more that you do the things that you need to do to strengthen your will, the, I wouldn't say easier, but the, the better your path becomes. Hmm. The, I'm, I'm sorry, the better your journey becomes. Okay. So you guys are both 
deep into a multi-year, multi-level path known as Ritual Master with the Mystery mm. School. And mm. I'm about to begin mine. And so, Brenda, how, how would, can, can you describe Ritual Master? Um, I don't know if I can actually describe it so much as, um, so I had a lot of things happen when I became a ritual master that kind of converged and confluenced into a giant pile of crap or so I thought. Um, and I couldn't pick out which was part of which because I think it just all kind of happened together. Um, the ritual master path is truly one of the, now, I had said earlier that I went through a pretty strenuous military regiment and training um, to get to where I wanted to be, and then I, and then I didn't complete that. This I can honestly say that this is the hardest thing that I have ever done, and that is simply because being tested every single day. Your um, negative ego is designed to keep you safe and keep you comfortable. And there is no growth in comfort. You don't grow in your comfort zone. Um, you grow when you step outside of your comfort zone. And the ritual master path constantly pushes you to the edge of your comfort zone and beyond so that you can clear away the things that don't serve you anymore and help, uh, help you truly live towards your purpose. So one thing you said that I, I want to get clarification on, you, you mentioned the negative ego. Mm -hmm. Does that mean we, do we have a positive ego and a negative ego? Or is it just aspects of the same thing? How, how, how is that, how would you just define that? Um, in, my, in my experience uh, and the things that I have learned about myself is that my personal negative ego um, likes to keep me small, likes to keep me safe, likes to keep me in this, in this, in this tight little box of don't get beyond here. Um, and then I do find that I have other aspects of, e e even though I don't say the positive ego or really just ego, I really use negative ego because what I find is that my higher self and my guides really become my positive ego, the, the positive side of, side of things to help me move, to help me move forward. Um, do we have positive negative ego? Absolutely. Um, but I think it's different for everybody. Okay. And, and Sean, now that you're a guide, you're at the guide level in the mystery school, and that means that you are activating people, healing people, and initiating them uh, further into, to, into the school, into these teachings, into this energy. So yeah. what do you say or what would you say when, when someone comes to you as, as we've all gone to our guide, Jordan, if someone comes to you and says, yeah, look, this is just too hard. I'd like, I, you know, I'm done. I, 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 I want to go back in my comfort zone. Yeah. I, I want to go backwards. What, what do you say? You, you know, it's, that's a hard question to answer because it's so individuals to each person because as, as a guide, one of the, one of the like if you have a spiritual guide in in the modern mystery school lineage that that person basically takes on a, a contract with god goddess source whatever you want to call it where you're in completely in service to light 100 percent of the time on all dimensions and when you are working with somebody who is one of your initiates or somebody you bring forward it's like one of the people you you assist on this path you are constantly in service to that person all the time 
And, and when that happens, you're also very aware of what's going on with that person. So sometimes like when you're in it, when you're in the muck, we, we can't really see outside of that. But when you're, when you're someone's guide and, and you can like see, here's this person that I love unconditionally and they're going through this really difficult, this difficult time. There's also a level of enhanced awareness that comes with that, that responsibility of being a guide where, where you just have an incredible amount of uh, intuition as far as what's actually coming up for that person. Because that person typically doesn't know what's actually causing that emotion that they're feeling. And part of uh, the job as a guide is, you know, it might be for one person, it might be there's a really specific healing that might help you. Let's do that. That would help you. Let's do this. Or you, you need to have peace with your family. You know, there's something that's not quite healed in your family. It's time to go work on that. So giving really specific advice, but it's always about the energy too. You know, that's something that uh, I have a really close relationship still with, with my guide, Jordan Bain. And um, I mean, I, I talk to him all the time. Uh, because there's a level of energy where when you're talking to a higher level of, of an initiator or somebody who's, uh, who's your healer, it's about the energy with the mystery school. We're sending that energy of compassion and light and love and actually directing that either consciously or unconsciously to help that person break through their blockages. So, so when that, that's happening, like there, there's, the, there's the conversation that's happening on, on one level, if you will. But the other aspect is that we're bringing healing energy and light to that person to help them step through whatever's coming up for them. And it's really, it's really difficult to put into words, but that's something that, that I felt so strongly going through this path. And having, being able to do that for other people is such a gift too. And uh, Brendan, have, have, so the way ritual masks have been described to me is it's kind of like the, the only way or the best way to, to combat our, our negative ego that as you described the what what keeps us small what what keeps us safe so uh, what, what is there a way that you can share with 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 anybody that helps them discern oh this is my negative ego and this is actually something for my 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 highest good that just I'm, that i'm afraid of i think i might have to defer to sean on that one <laughs> Because because um, he is he is a guide I'm not. Um, he is a higher level ritual master than than um, I am just barely. But um, uh, or, or could you share like how do you, what, is is there something you can share talk about that helps you discern that or or is that I, the wrong word even for me? Um, no 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 D discernment's actually the perfect word for it and what that and what you have to discern or what you have to do is figure out how, how to actually discern what is in your highest and best good. And you do that through, at least I have found that I do that with, um, with my, um, with meditating with my higher self, my, um, my, um, my, my ritual master clan, uh, um, and the purpose behind why I'm walking that path and what that contract is. Um, it's ritual master is a very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it's a very personal path. It's a, it, it's my, my experience is going to be vastly different than yours. Um, which is, which is in turn going to be vastly, vastly different from Sean's, which is vastly different from what Jordan's gone through. What's vastly different from any other, ritual master initiate has um gone through because we all we're all unique and we are all 
um, unique beings. There is nobody like us on the on the planet. And the contracts that we that we created for our life plan coming down here um, is very specific to who we are and what our purpose is. And um, I am my my purpose is unique to me. Your purpose is unique to you. The same thing with Sean. Um, what I can say is that I have discerned or I have honed my discernment to um, really, for me, I'm able to hear my spirit guides a lot easier. I am, I am, I am able to really drop in and have a conversation or even get a sensation. So, so really listening to your gut is really your soul is really your um, actual intuition. And nine times out of 10, your intuition is right. And your head is actually telling you, no, no, don't do that. Um, so I found that the more that I listen to my gut, the more that I listen to my instinct, the more that I listen to my, to my actual intuition, the, um, the greater experience I have in my life. Um, I can say that I'm a very stubborn individual and it took me a very long time to get out of my head and actually reconnect to my heart. And actually that's still, that's still a work in progress for me. And it probably always will be. Um, but it, but it's actually to the point now where it first started out where I was trying to, I was trying to mental out everything. And I was like, Oh, well, this is happening because cause, and effect. Um, so now it's now it's okay. What is what is this actual feeling? What is this actual issue? What is why am I feeling this? What is this coming up? And I can actually listen to I I can ask those questions to myself, and I can get a clear a clear um, response. It's not usually in words. Mm -hmm. It's normally in a feeling or some kind of something in my hara, in the pit of my stomach, mm. something along um, those lines of, does this feel right or does this feel not right? And mm. is is this serving me to to advance my my um, progress further, or is this something that is really fueled because it's kind of my primal primal instinct or negative ego trying to be like, oh, this is really good. This is something that will be fine for you. Go ahead. Um, so I wish I had a better answer. No, so, so it, 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 to allow me to try to mirror this back, so it seems like it's, it's, it's kind of slowing everything down to, to not be kind of your initial reaction, which might be the ego, but it, it's, it's asking questions. Mm -hmm. Does this serve me? Does this not? And then just trusting the answers you get. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. And, uh, and, and Sean, a, 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 as a guy talking to, to, to other initiates or, or as a doctor and just talking to people up the street, is, is there yeah. anything else you, you can share around, you know, what, what's, what's keeping you stuck and what's really for your highest good, especially since, since both can bring up fear? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, when we talk about the path of the, the ritual master, which is really the path of the spiritual warrior who's saying no to their negative ego, they're saying no to the blockages that have been keeping them stuck for a long time. One of the main jobs that we have is to develop our discernment, 
So, so it's like you're constantly being tested too. That's part of what's coming up for you right now is that you're, you're being tested. Like that's part of the muscle that you're building is this muscle discernment. And then when, you know, we develop that muscle, typically when you're, you have these situations where it's like all these things and you're not quite sure like which door to open, which door to close, that, that type of thing. And then I'd echo what Brandon said, like you just have to slow down slow down and do the things that have always worked for you mm-hmm. do the things that, that got you through everything else you know like when you're in the, in the muck or you're in the, the crap like what's gone you out of the crap before for, for me it's prayer for me it's meditation for me it's healing like that's what i go to and some like being a business owner is interesting because sometimes like that will come up for me like uh, and i'm like you know what i'm just in a spot where i can't make a big decision right now and i'm just going to hold off and i'm just going to get through like this emotion or this stuff that i'm in right now and then I'll make this big decision on the other side of it. But when I'm in there, I actually like I'll, I'll wait to break through that energy to get a little bit more clarity sometimes. Hmm. So you've both mentioned purpose a, a number of times, yeah. and has has this path? Do, are are you aware of your purpose right now, or is it this path helps you get clearer about that purpose? Well, I would say that you get more and more aware of your purpose, but your purpose also expands. You know, part of the initiation is that. One of the things that happens is our energetic structure literally expands. You, you, you take on more energy. You're able to wield more energy around you. You're able to help change things more in the collective as far as the collective consciousness. So your purpose is continually expanding as an initiate. You know, the, 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 my purpose five years ago was so different. I, I, there's things that are still so, so much like I'm, I'm still working on those parts of my purpose. But now there's all these other uh, um, much more multidimensional. So, so there's many things that I'm working towards and I'm all, and very passionate and very important for me to complete. Cool. I'm, I'm glad you said that there's many things because, so I, I've been working as an energy coach since 2010, yeah. reading the Akashic Records since 2012. And a lot of people come and ask, what's my purpose? I want to know my purpose. And, and it's as if they yeah. still this old thinking of their purpose is this one thing. Yeah. And it just, yeah. it isn't. No. Yeah. So cool. So, uh, Brandon, anything you want to share about uh, knowing your purpose or having it be more and more apparent as you go? Um, I've been doing this since 2014, and I'm still not 100% clear on what my purpose is. Um, it, it, it constantly evolves the more that I evolve. Um, so the greatest thing that I've been able to find is don't become attached to the outcome um, because it may actually shift. And that attachment is really what um, what has the possibility of um, of um, derailing us. When you when you um, slap on a label and that label gets ripped off of you, it, it's you can't be attached to what that actually is because you're bigger than any label that you can even conceive of. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's it really comes down to you need to develop who you are and just do what brings joy and um, joy into your life and continue to do that. Find out what your passion is and continue to actually do that. And like Sean said, we become greater. Our purpose becomes greater, becomes multifaceted, multidimensional. And you can end up doing five, six, seven, eight things at a, at a uh, time. I know higher level initiates that run four or five different businesses that have, that have, that sit on, that sit on committees, that sit on, that are um, doctors, that are, that are um, actual engineers. And, and, and 
that is that is just one aspect to help them move their entire life forward. Cool. So, it's, so I'm hearing that that we can all have you know, certainty that, that something is part of our purpose and is something that is aligned with it without having that certainty of what's my, what is my magical purpose here my, for the rest of my lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. Um, huh. You know, so I'm starting Ritual Master and, it, and it's been, dis- I'm, not, I'm not starting for months, but I'm told like the energy starts building and I got back from this vacation and I just landed yeah. in all, all this fear and doubt. And and Jordan said, oh, it's, it's the energy's building up. It's, you know, it's starting to trigger your ego. So is kind of that what's to be expected that my, hmm, my most painful pain points are what's going to keep showing up and my most habitual thoughts are, are what's going to be kind of most in my face? Until you, um, until you figure out what the underlying cause, cause to those are, what that wounding is, whatever that healing is, um, you're going to constantly be facing the same things that you've been facing, but you're going to, they might, they might subtly shift or they might, they might come at you in a very different way. Um, the energy started, started, started building for you the moment you filled out that, that application and hit submit because you made a commitment. Mm-hmm. Whether you were accepted or not is irrelevant because you made the commitment that you, you want to follow this path that there's a reason you feel called to actually do this. And it's probably because you have a contract to be a ritual master. Um, so your negative ego in its, in its entirety is just going to be like, Oh, you don't need to do this. This is where we're fine. We don't, we don't need to. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not getting that. I'm fine. That, that's not what's showing up for me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, again, as I shared many times, my history of depression and, and, and suicidal thinking and even suicide attempts, uh, recognizing they've been, they've been rooted in fear. And yeah. it was, that wasn't good enough. I can't do it. And by it meaning life, I'm just not good. There's something wrong with me. I'm flawed. I'm broken. And now as, as this ritual master is, is getting closer and that I'm in the energy, um, sitting with all that again, but at a, like a, a deeper level, like no, now it's not, oh, I'm not good enough. I can't get through this program. If, if this is, if how bad I felt last Monday, Tuesday morning, where I was so afraid that all I could do was freaking sob. I, I, it just felt like an infant. I felt like so overwhelmed with fear. I had no possible recourse. I had nothing I could do with it. And I'm just sobbing. And I'm like, is this what I signed up for? Is this really, do I want this? Can I do this? Like, is there light at the end of this tunnel? And and that's really why I I reached out to you guys knowing that um, you've been in that tunnel. Yeah. So part of part, and I really, I'm trying to get through this while I, before I just, my throat totally closes. So d- digging in that and knowing the discernment and all right, what is this about? And I was able to to see that with this showing up with the, the rich master path, as I'm told, is more about learning about evil, which is something I've never consciously looked at or dealt with. But since I had suicidal thoughts, since you know I recognize that that's kind of the most unnatural kind of evil thing a person could do is kill someone, and and killing yourself counts as killing someone. I, I have this, <clears throat> I have this, my ultimate fear is that I'm going to go through this program and discover that I am evil and that I'm beyond help. Mm. 
and that's a new level of shit that I've been sitting in. Yeah. And, um, oh God, I mean, I feel better finally to even vocalize and share that, which is kind of how I operate. And, uh, mm. I don't know. So am I, am I on the right path? <laughs> well, I, I can promise you that your biggest fear is not the case. You know, that, that's, and, and it's not like with the ritual master path, it's not like you're facing the same stuff over and over and you're in this continual state of it. Like it's a path of victory. It's a path of you're confronting the shit that's been keeping you stuck down for your whole life. And then you truly clear that you truly heal that, but there are more layers than we think. That's, that's, that's the challenge of it is that there, there are more aspects, more layers and more parts of us that are, that are unhealed than we realize. But those parts that have been keeping you stuck down and making you feel that way, they will get brought to the surface, they will get pulled out, and you will have support like you've never, you could never even possibly imagine to, to do that. You know, that's the, one of these things is, as we do initiation, you get more and more support, you get more and more tools to go through this process. Because you're taking a bigger commitment, you're saying, you know what, here I am, I'm going to confront the negativity, the darkness, the evil within myself. Yeah, we, we all have good and evil. Like, this, this path of, like, we're, we're going to Minim we're going to get rid of the evil we have inside us and we're going to build up the good within us. And, and you know, as, as somebody who's in trained to be a ritual master, it, it's recognizing that it's looking at yourself and saying, Oh, you know, I see myself more fully than I really want to. I see these things that, that are negative about myself in ways I've been interacting with the world and I'm not going to accept that anymore. Hmm. You know, and, and then breaking through that and having the victory and then standing up and saying, you know what, I can help more people now as a result of that. Because I I have this big mission and I haven't been able to do it because this stuff has been blocking me. Cool. Brandon, anything you want to add to that? You know, I don't think I have to. I think I think Sean is right. Um, the fact that you the fact that you can acknowledge that you've had these dark thoughts um, also you're also i i think the best way that i can say this is that you're gonna you are gonna discover the root cause of what those thoughts are and and realize it's not you and that becomes that lifts the burden of responsibility off of you to a point that it it actually empowers you so much because you are then given the tools to really combat what what you need to to get rid of those thoughts, to get rid of um, all of the, just, just, yeah, it, you just get to a point that is incredibly um, uplifting for you. And it's, it's, I can't describe it other than to say um, I am incredibly blessed and I, and I know my life would not be where it is right now if I didn't go through this in the first place. Cool. Cool. Thanks. Huh. So that this, you know, I, I was playing with calling this show, you know, when the going gets tough, what do you do? And we've really, it's been focused on being in the mystery school, but I do want to call it some things that even if, if you're not involved, you don't know what the heck this means yet. Maybe your interest is yeah. going to look into it, but still, you know, Sean's mentioned it many times, prayer, meditation, and, and rituals. And the mystery mm -hmm. school teaches some specific ancient beneficial rituals. But even before I was initiated, you know, my rituals were a gratitude journal. 
my yeah. rituals were were fun and joy and and laughing and finding something and and consciously yeah. choosing to change my thoughts. So my my each of you share you know something kind of outside of the lineage of the school that that anyone today feels like they're hitting their shit can can do. Even uh, when I'm when I'm in the shit, just like comedy movies, I'll change like even the, the movies I watch or the music I, I listen to or. And I'll, you know, I'll consciously say, you know, I need some more joy. So I'm going to watch, like, I'm going to watch comedies. I'm not going to watch this like action, uh, you know, Braveheart type movie. I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch a comedy. Something just makes me, that just makes me laugh. The food you eat, right? Like eat or fasting. You know, if you're going through a tough time, like fast for a couple of days, see what happens. Like that'll, that'll move your energy really fast. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, Brandon, any, any kind of tips or, or, or other rituals you like to, to use or recommend? Um, uh, that's actually a really good one. Um, get out in, in nature, go for walks. Um, you, you know, in the spring and summertime, I love to walk around barefoot because it just, it just, it just reconnects me to the earth and I feel so grounded. Um, it's just, um, you know, you can't take life too seriously. We we all don't get out alive. So it's, it, it's really one of those things of, you know what, slow down, smell the flowers, enjoy this, the rays of sun and take a moment for, for you, because whatever problem you have, whatever you're working on, whatever you're, you're actually working through, still going to be there when you, when you, when, when you actually come to it, um, until you can, get to a point of not sweating the little things. Cool. Cool. Thanks. Um, huh. So I feel like, uh, you know, I, this has helped me. I feel better. I, I feel like everyone has shared some, some, some insights. And again, whether you're involved in the Mr. School or, or not, um, we all have paths of, of growth, progress, progression, uh, spiritual awareness, and, and everyone, everyone is somewhere in their journey, in their path. And mm. if, if it ever finds you to, to life activation, to healings, to initiations, awesome. Um, if, if it doesn't, that's, that's great too. I, I just encourage everyone to know down in their soul level that life is meant to be joyous. And if, if you're not feeling that, I encourage you to find ways that you can. Yeah. Cool. Um, Sean, you want to share uh, a way for people that want to get to know you better, learn more about you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, DrSeanCarey.com, D-R-S-E-A-N-C-A-R-E-Y.com. People can reach me there and, and please feel free to, uh, you know, call me, send me an email. I'd love to, love to talk with you. Awesome. And Brandon? Um, actually, uh, we've just gone through some rebranding ourselves. So, um, my wife and I are opening uh, in the next 30 days. We're actually opening up the Merrimack Valley Center for Empowerment. It's going to be centered in Lowell, Massachusetts. Um, and you can reach us at info at mbempower.com. mbempower.com. Awesome. And MV, as in Mike Victor. All right. Thank you for clarifying that. And uh, wherever you're listening to this, you'll, you'll find all, all these links, information about uh, life activation, about initiation, about the mystery school. I'll include all that at realmanfield.org uh, for, for the show notes about this episode. 
And, you know, I, I really just want to, to thank you guys both again. Um, I love you. I love what you're doing. And uh, I'm, I'm so grateful that, that life has brought me crossing your paths. I'm so grateful that you made the time tonight to, to be part of the show. Yeah. Thank you. I, uh, I love you too. And I just want to acknowledge that um, the amazing work that you're doing, you know, you're, you're doing, you're doing so much growth so fast and through that, you're helping so, so, so many people, you know, the work that you're doing and what you're going through right now, it's, it's about you because it's about you breaking through what, what's been holding you back, but it's also about helping people who've had that same struggle, that same energetic frequency, that you're breaking that apart. You're in the, ma in the matrix, in the collective. Like you're, you're helping many people with the work that you're doing right now. Yeah, thanks. And, and that's something like, yep, I get that. I own it until yeah. I don't. <laughs> so, yeah. But no, um, yeah, um, like Sean says, the great thing about about going through this and being your story is that it becomes a great testimonial to mm. I did it, you can do it. And, mm. it. and and there are so many people that will actually resonate with your story because because they go through something very, very similar. And to say, hey, it, you don't have to live live this way. And here is a path that has truly helped me. Um, what do you think? It, it's it. It really is. Um, I find uh, my story about getting over PTSD resonates with so many people. It's it's crazy, mm -hmm. and it's and it really is that you are setting you are dismantling that part of the matrix that these people live in in that in that um, in that regard. Cool. So thank thank both my guests again. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, if you want to know more information, visit realmanfield.org. And I'll, I'll close this with, a, I believe it's a Winston Churchill quote, that when you find yourself going through hell, keep going. Yeah. Don't stop. It gets better. Lots of, I can throw all my cliches at you, but uh, they're, they're, they're most, most cliches are rooted in truth. Um, yeah. There's lighting in the tunnel. Everything does get better. And, and most of all, you are worth it. Yeah. So thanks Actually, for listening. No, go ahead. In, You're going to say I'm not worth it? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, there's actually a quote that just popped in into my head that I think is actually really, um, really, really appropriate to this conversation, and that is, the only the only thing for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. Mm. And you have stepped onto a path that basically says no to evil. So you are proving what a good man you are by moving forward. Cool. Oh, well, thank you again. I uh, appreciate your time, appreciate your energies, appreciate everything you guys are doing. And, uh, and uh, you know, until next show, be good to yourself. Thank you for listening to Real Men Feel. Reach out to us at realmenfeel at gmail.com. Learn more about Andy Grant at theandygrant.com. Until next time, visit realmenfeel.org or the Real Men Feel Facebook group and share what you thought of this episode. Please give this podcast a review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you are discovering Real Men Feel.